Luke's booth wasn't on a line of sight with the door, by intention. He wasn't interested in scoping anyone. He was merely concerned with keeping everyone honest once negotiations were in progress. After all, despite being obscured beneath the propagandistic cruft that most people called romance, courtship was essentially a business transaction. Each party wanted something, sex, entertainment, bonding, friendship, marriage, what have you, and each was willing to supply something in kind to get it. The transactions only went sour when someone in the equation wasn't honest about either what they were looking for or about what they were offering. Luke, like the other members of Open Source Lives, saw his function as akin to a realtor's title search database, or to the mechanic who gives a used car a once-over and checks it for hidden problems. Not everyone saw it that way, of course. The group didn't exactly have the shining reputation they might have liked, but he supposed a culture built so heavily around deception takes time to adapt to transparency, even when they thrust it upon themselves with the rabid clamor for technologies that enhanced it. This was another one of the reasons why Luke wasn't on a line of sight with the door. Anyone who looked at him, well, anyone with contacts or glasses with their metadata pingers turned on, would see in a moment who he was if they cared to actually read beyond his vital stats. Height, age, weight, education. But since he was here in his official capacity rather than an attempt to pick anyone up, he didn't consider it fair to go cluttering up the visual field. He would have considered it rude to get in the way of quick decisions. Time was the only precious resource, and wasting someone's time was rudeness bordering on theft as far as he was concerned. As much as he might have been an outlier for the broader culture, on this, at least, he agreed with the mainstream. Because his table was behind a tall partition out of view of the door, he did not expect to be noticed at all. He never had been before. Then again, in the six months he'd been an active member, he'd never noticed someone that he'd deemed worth a second glance on his own behalf either. At least not until a few minutes after resolving the Ms. Finance, Mr. J.D. situation, when she walked up to the bar and stood in a pool of light, making her bottle-fire hair sparkle enough to draw his attention. When he focused on her, his optics returned a flag. Warning. Open Source Woman. Then below, in smaller print, Reciprocity Expected. Click here to proceed at your own risk. While Luke knew some open-source women from the circle, he'd never met one socially, and he'd never seen one that posted it as a warning label. Or maybe a dare? Reciprocity expected. Proceed at your own risk. He hesitated. He could do reciprocity. An evening of conversation with a kindred spirit? That might be nice, too. But this was a pickup joint, and that wasn't something he was interested in at all. Not anymore. At least, not for a while. Proceed at your own risk. Then again, what was life without a little risk? Luke focused on the button and blink clicked. Level 1 access privileges granted, said the MetaCloud. Almost instantly, she turned to look straight at him. She studied him for a moment, or more likely studied his metadata, since there was no way she could see anything interesting about him from back there, just a standard-issue face with some fuchsia AR contacts, then nodded and gave him a little smile. Under that harsh vertical light, it was hard to tell whether the smile was friendly or if it was the kind of private smile a cat might make upon finding herself accidentally locked into the rodent section of a pet store overnight. She walked with the kind of confidence that would have made Luke smile had it been directed at anyone but him. 
From across the room, all he could see was a youngish redhead in a black shirt. When she dodged around the tables, he saw that it wasn't a shirt at all, but a calf-length singlet clinging to all her curves, both the flattering and the unflattering, and stunning for it. And she had her bright blue eyes pointed right at him atop a mischievous smile. When she was five steps away, he realized he hadn't actually read her metadata and started digesting it as fast as his brain could handle. Her name was Elise, 23, a little younger than he was, college-educated at one of the normal brain trusts that spelled upward mobility, with a stated aversion to people who were possessive, jealous, lazy, and or boring. Judging by the extensive list of interests which he didn't have time to fully scan, boring would probably be hard to pull off in any case.